Welcome to tonight's show. It's Kevin here with RJ. What's up? Gonna be talking about God knows what. The end of the world. <laughs> There's no no short of shortage of conspiracy theories here on that. So I um I'm sure we all have one that we adhere to or think a little bit. RJ, what do you think of, when you think of the end of the world, how do you see it playing out? Um, like, I think a flood's so, so, like, slow and steady that if that was the way it happened, we'd figure it out before it, like, killed us all off. Like, we'd figure out a way to just live on water because we're fucking pretty. So you don't, so you see water world being a potential possibility? Yeah, but not in the near future. I think, I think we'd figure that out. So I don't think we'd even face like a, a an extinction really. Cause I might be, I might be that one guy, that one in 10 that, that likes water world and is like, Hey, yeah, dude, I can see that. Dude, I prune up so bad. It may be because I watched it when I was about seven. Um, oh, that, movie? Yeah, there's, oh, yeah, the <laughs> water world, there's a movie, Kevin Costner, I believe. I can't, I can't remember who's in Waterworld. Uh, I need someone needs to fact check me. My computer's down. Uh, it's it's about a world. The world's covered in water, so all the cities are in water. Everything's on boats. It's fantastic. So it's wonderful. Everyone should watch it right now. There's actually some like really hard anarchists out there that because like the ocean's still technically not nationalized, they're trying to like build floating cities so they can escape. Oh, sign me up! I want to be on a floating city just it's for the funny. just to say, <laughs> just to say, I was on a floating city. That sounds fantastic. So, a flow. Hmm. Oh, you've just enticed me with that. Um, <laughs> There's some cool books out there about it and shit. I haven't really delved into them, but I've heard them referenced a few times. So that sort of, if that happens, then the uh, people out west will be okay. You would think. Um, out there, so the the Mormons in uh, New Jerusalem over there in South, Salt Lake might find themselves the dominant religion if if the flood would be what happens. They knew what they were up to. <laughs> yeah, and, and they may end up with the last laugh. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! We didn't make it all the way west because we didn't want to. <laughs> Ta da! Um, so. I think the big fan here for for most is is nuclear war. People have their different boogeymen for where they think it's going to come from. I think that's like the most likely for anybody to see in their lifetime, no matter when you live. Now that they exist, yeah, you think we'll get see. So here's what I think: what's more likely is a nuclear disaster in like some sort of power plant to happen potentially first, or you know. But maybe there's a, a string of them that could happen. Something I see it. I think the only way you see nuclear, there's just not enough of them to like even cause a significant dent on the human population. They would hurt some areas really fucking bad, but there'd be a lot of the world that was basically unscathed. Well, um, but I mean the like nuclear war. What about what? It, what goes up into the atmosphere and then just gets transferred. I mean, it's going to be toxic all over the place and then it gets up into the rain and all that stuff. I mean, it might not you be so instant. Fukushima that's like unbreathable. And then that's not even really a thing unless you're in the building. And that had a complete meltdown and there's just open uranium rods into water just leaking out. So I don't, 
like Ohio would be fucked. There'd be several states that would be fucked if a string of incidents happened, but there'd be a bunch more states that were unscathed completely. And even if they were all upstream, I don't think the water table would be significantly like affected through the entire I don't know. I just I don't think they're I think because they're so spread out right now. And they're not in any like large concentration. Um I don't really see that being an issue, and that's why I'm cool with nuclear power. I th yeah, I. I just it, 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 yeah, it's it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen anytime soon. But I'm also not necessarily assuming that the world's going to end within the next two decades. Um, it could be eighty to a hundred years from now. But I mean, if if it 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 has some potential. Um, the world may not last another eighty to a hundred years. To be honest, it's probably not. I shouldn't throw it out there as my most likely scenario, and I, it's it's not my most likely. I, I I do think it it could be possible in the future, or that it could spring up. Because could you imagine like uh, what would happen if on a grand scale some kind of nuclear event from an energy plant caused m the majority of a country to seek refuge? Like that in itself could tip the balances to then be the chain reaction that results in your nuclear war that so it could end up being a catalyst at some point unless it was a country like the size of Kazakhstan I just don't see it you would have to have one in every city you know what I mean like most of Japan's fine <laughs> I mean, they're they're fine now, but I mean, essentially, they're all guinea pigs. I mean, we don't know. We won't know for a long time exactly what the effects of that were. That's sort of my argument here is we can't say without a doubt that this isn't having a long term effect. I mean, there are people that will argue, and that's what we, maybe we should we should come back to this maybe at a later date as its own micro podcast and come back because I don't know the science behind this, and I think that it would be something interesting to look into. But for the sake of this argument, let's say that it's probably not the most likely scenario. I do think it's more likely than the one I'm about to pitch to you next, which would be the end of the world through an alien invasion. I, again, I just I see nuclear war. Do, 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 do. So certain Planet Nibiru or Planet X theorists will believe that... Um, or people like David Icke who believe that reptilians rule the world. There are sort of two branches of this theory. There is the those that believe that we were essentially farmed and harvested or made intelligent through genetic experimentation by an alien race that either came from planet Nibiru, planet X, which according to this theory rotates on a different, on a perpendicular axis to ours, has a sort of slingshot motion. It, it orbits closely around the sun so we don't see it for hundreds of thousands of years and then once we see it we will then see it again rather quickly as it slingshots past the sun so it's orbiting north to south yeah for that so let's say let's for just for, for for an audio to give you the visual let's just uh to keep it basic let's say earth and all the other planets rotate on a horizontal plane and uh or orbit sorry orbit on a horizontal plane and this supposed planet x nibiru would then rotate on perpendicular on a vertical plane and thus giving it the ability to sort of um 
and it's supposed to, and if you see it, I wish we had the visual, it's, it's, very, uh, it's very thin, uh, the orbit that it, it comes out. So, the, the, and of course, everything's going to be put there to match the theory. So you have to keep that in mind, too. Like, of course, they're going to keep it to where, theoretically, it could pass Earth twice in that span of time, because mm -hmm. if not. But, so the, the other branch of that theory is the people that, it comes from people that see the pyramids out in Mars and equate that to the idea of well if there are pyramids on our planet and we you know those the pyramids are pyramids out on mars you said yeah the supposed pyramids on mars well, let's say attention? let's say for instance that you and and also the supposed pyramids on the the earth's surface on the bottoms of the ocean there are a couple also supposed I've seen that. pyramids on mars i've never heard of okay this is a thing yes this is supposed, allegedly, this is allegedly a thing. So the idea, because you adhere, you at least acknowledge the possibility that maybe the pyramids are older than we believe mm -hmm. and that humanity may have sort of reset itself uh, who knows how many times. The Earth's been here for a long time. Who knows how long it's been inhabitable by. And if we were wiped to near extinction, it would be up to a handful of people to decide our origin story. So it's very plausible that what we, what has been in our history books could all still be, for the most part, true. But as far as, you know, the conception of society, it, it would have to be fuzzy because we went from no documentation and hardly any communication. And then whoever was smart enough at that time to create that, people uh, controlled that information. So who's to say that we, the pyramids, aren't just older than what we think they are? So the, the theory behind the Mars inhabitants is that because of its position relative to the sun, that it would have been inhabitable earlier than the Earth. And so that the, there was a species of intelligent beings that inhabited Mars first and were technologically advanced enough to the point where they could travel to Earth uh, when the time came for them to leave. And so along with this theory, you would get the idea that because the py the pyramids that align with Orion's belt and the random pyramids across the world were used as sort of potentially a communication system be between these societies and other alien bases. The universal that language. Just, that it's supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to, and it's supposed to be a frequency. It's a uh, noise sort of thing. I, uh, a tuning, a tuning of the earth, so to speak, sort of the connection, and that's what some hieroglyphics are alleged to be um, showing when they, they certain arc. And but again, this is always framed to make this argument. I, I like to point that out, but you'll have people showing. Yeah, so I believe that David Icke is, is believes that there is a a reptilian based. Um, Species, but, but that's what the Martians would be would that that that's one of the theories of the Martians and the other theory would be what that we Sort of came down From Mars that you know, it was us as you know that that could Is potentially there be the theory, theory out there That they tried Mars first and it didn't work out or that Mars's atmosphere used to be suitable for life And then it wasn't but Earth's became yeah, that's what it that's what it is is that Mars was suitable oh, first Well, the, the lizards just I I, I'm sure there are different uh, varieties of it. I'm just pointing out the most popular. Just the dumbest creatures we have right now, except they can change colors. But it's just, uh, it may just be a, a play off of uh, 
the idea because the, the people that use this theory they'll play off that vampirism. Um, that it's you know, have you ever seen the? Have you seen the movie From Dust Till Dawn? No. With Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney. Well, our listeners may have seen that movie, and it was based on the idea of these. They go down to Mexico into this bar, and then it's open from dusk till dawn, and they're waiting for their ride to show up. It's a couple of bank robbers keep a family hostage, and they're waiting for the money to show up. And then they find out that the bar that they're in is actually filled with vampires, and they lock the doors in, and they feast on their customers every night. Um, anyway, so there's a spinoff of that movie on a TV show that of course it has to go way further than a movie because it's going to have 11 hour long episodes or something so it goes into this whole it the bar was built on a, under above a pyramid and it's following like all of these vampires are actually snakes they're shape-shifting snakes and <laughs> it's got the uh, one guy the hole in his hand turns into the all-seeing eye he's got a knife with the all-seeing eye it's got a ton of occult symbolism in it and i, th I thought it was funny because essentially <laughs> Essentially, what this television program on AMC, I think it was, I can't remember what, it might be on Robert Rodriguez's own network, El Rey, or, and that is essentially just showing you a bunch of different occult beliefs, and it's sort of showing you the reptilian theory put into a, a TV show, which I love, because it's a conspiracy theory brought to life creatively, um, and it's basically said that these these people they were descendants of snakes and they had the ability to shape shift and look like different humans and all that stuff. But they were snake vampires. Snake in the Bible. And that's it, yeah, and that's where it comes from. Is in the Bible the same? Well, not that's not where it comes from, but that's another point. Yes, used in this theory that uh, <laughs> that the original snake walked around on its hand you know walked around on its legs like man and that after the original sin legs were taken away you know they they, they say that they, that is one of the things that they'll use and that's what the conspiracy theorists use too is that they took that's legs what, away yeah that's what that's well no i mean oh, okay i don't think necessarily i mean the, the bible gets brought into this alien conspiracy a lot because of the fallen angels reference yeah. and the, in the Old Testament, having the fallen angels mate with the children of men, people finding these giant fossils of nine to ten feet tall humans, and it's just like, and those and are, that's another reason and that's in the Bible as the Nephilim, yeah, and uh, call back to an old city, the, the gods back in the Bible were called Nephilim and Elohim, which, interesting enough, you know, to call back to the Oklahoma episode, the Elohim city, so, you know, radical place with a weird Bible name that they apparently thought themselves to be a city of gods. Um, nope. But, yeah, so uh, it's, there's theories there that, and, and David Icke, his, his goes into deeper things. He, he believes that Saturn, that the rings of Saturn are actually frequencies and that the moon is a satellite helping to reflect those frequencies down onto the earth and that we are essentially living in the matrix. These frequencies create our physical reality. How many Transformers um, does he know? I don't know. I don't know this guy. And, Z, and he's one of the guys that I don't know how I could trust him because he sold a lot of different books. and on Dude, He's writing fan fiction. Essentially. <laughs> In my head, that's all. I'm like, okay, you're going a little crazy here because the end game is what? We're farming gold for them? Like, yeah, and it resources. Took us this long to get this good at it, like they couldn't have given us a fucking caterpillar. The and, and the other thing about that is, it seems to be that also 
speed drives. You know, it's not just simple gold. I mean, we're not just out there harvesting gold. Like there, are, there's a bunch of other resources. Right. I was different ways for us to get earlier, and I was like, maybe that's why the like maybe the people that want a fiat currency are onto some shit. <laughs> maybe that's why like the instant gut reaction of all these crazies is to go to gold. Maybe they're infected. Oh yeah, they just but. I'm ba I'm backing a gold standard, so I don't want to buy that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. And I don't necessarily buy any of this either. So, did you hear the story of Kyle Odom to talk about this reptilian thing a little bit more? Explain it to me because the name's he's so Kyle Odom is the young man who shot a pastor after that was at a Ted Cruz rally. Six times, point blank, once in the head. The pastor lived. The uh, Kyle Odom was able to get onto a plane in Iowa. I remember and, about this lightly, but six times and he survived. Once yeah. In the head. Yep. And uh, Kyle Odom flew to D.C. and was picked up, was apprehended and arrested after throwing a flash drive and uh, some files onto the White House lawn. And those files included a manifesto that he wrote claiming that I who uh, I he graduated again all in all honors. He I wish I wish I had access to my resources right now so I could show you autistic. I don't know. Uh, I only <laughs> know that he went I, I think he went to school for seven years. I mean I think he had his I think he even had his masters. Anyway, uh, it's been it's been months since I've looked into this story, and this kind of this kind of came off the off the rip. So he claimed that he got into meditation, and after a while, he got good enough at it to where he kind of had this out of body experience, and that some being found him there and got very angry with him and told him that he couldn't be here, he wasn't supposed to be here, and then. After that, when he woke up, he started noticing people looking differently at him. He started feeling that other people were putting thoughts into his mind. He said he had an instance where he um, saw someone's face change at work. And eventually, essentially, he, he accused this pastor of being a shape-shifting reptilian and said that there was a secret cabal of shape-shifting reptilians that were from Mars. And he even drew a little picture of them. He made it his profile picture before he went and did his deed on Facebook. And so it looks essentially like a Ninja Turtle kind of in the head. Sounds like he did some of that. And yeah, so, I mean, it sounds like, yeah, a, a complete mental breakdown. He said, he claimed that he fired 12 shots at the pastor and that the fact that he's still alive helps, helps prove his claim because no human. But you know Maybe. what? But 50 Cent, <laughs> 50 Cent took nine, so. To the jaw, but not to the head. Yeah. This got this one got like lodged in his in the doctor's or in the priest it was lodged in his skull I think. Yeah, and the doctors were told not to talk about what was underneath it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> see, see, there you go. It's just that easy to get. Hooked. I don't know, man. That one. That, what kind of gun? Do you know what kind of gun it was? I, I I don't. You, what's this kid's name? I'm and th this didn't. I need to know more. You for as kooky as a story as this was, and the guy getting caught on the White House lawn, you would have thought maybe almost every person when I bring this up, they have no idea what I'm talking about when I ask. I them. This was while Ted Cruz was still running for president. This happened. This, this guy spoke at a Ted Cruz event, and then I think a day later was shot in the parking lot of his own. And everywhere I went to look for it, it was only, his it was only the local Iowa News covering it. Hard-pressed to find anything on YouTube that wasn't done by someone 
sort of like us, just someone with a laptop at their desk, just going through the manifesto and talking about, but again, so his manifesto claimed that there were reptilians all around him that were forcing thoughts into his mind. They wanted him to be their sex slave. They were like forcing thoughts that he was, he claimed he was getting uh, uncontrollable erections because of the thoughts they were putting into his head. It, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it's hard to get through all of this um, when you say it all out loud. And and so, yeah, that was his claim. Uh, but he had, he had these drawings. He claimed that they came from Mars. But again, it could just be that this guy listened to some David Icke and... and did too many of a wrong hallucinogen and thought he was meditating himself away into another dimension and just got kind of paranoid from there. I don't know. He could have just snapped. Could have been a psychotic break. Is his uh, name I, Kyle Odin? Odin. Because I was like, I was looking O-D-O-N. Okay. Yeah. He, very, very interesting case of Kyle Odin. So there is that. Um, and then with the new the new independence day coming out uh the conspiracy theory world went crazy with the idea that so in, inside the conspiracy world there are two schools of thought on this and that's why i had to stop here for a second because when independence day came out a different sort of version of the theory that i have even heard of before came out so there there are people that believe that there are aliens out there like Kyle Odom and David Icke that are controlling us and that at some point, you know, um, maybe they'll come back or, you know, maybe Planet Nibiru comes back and they come back down, they attack us. And that Independence Day is sort of uh, programming, so to speak, that the next great war, that World War III won't be fought against any other nation, but it'll be a defense war. So there's that theory. There is another theory is backed by the flat earth movement that there are people that believe that the sky is essentially a big led screen stuff in it that um these people take the the new testament very seriously in the in the new testament it, it, they use the word firmament a lot which essentially it breaks down the definition of firmament is a glass dome so according to the old testament there's a glass dome over the world if you take it literally like that. Now it also says in the Bible, a specific quote in the Bible says that the Bible is allegory. That could also be taken into consideration. Really? Uh, yeah, there, I w episode, uh, remind me, I will quote it so we can go back so I don't get, I don't get, because uh, I, I actually have the, um, in my Bible, believe it or not, I, I have one. Okay. Um, I, I do read it. it Occasionally, it is it very interesting. It has been rather prophetic, um, but I, I like to a lot of conspiracy theories. People's, but you would be surprised. I don't think people realize how much the conspiracy theory movement is moved along by devout Christians. Like that's what most of these theories stem from: the belief in an antichrist and the belief that our government is being run by said antichrist. Um, that it's been sort of passed along that there's not just one that, um, you know, Alexander was one, Napoleon was one, Hitler was one, that the next great okay. one, the yeah, next great one will come. From, yeah. Okay. So you're, you're, you're with it on that. So that theory essentially project Bluebeam 
is is the code name behind that that they believe that there will be a fake a showing that one of two things will happen with project project blooming they will fake an alien invasion that would force us sort of like the watchman plot they would fake an alien invasion to get us all to work together and and uh accept a one world government that would then defeat this made up alien nuisance and then we'd all agree and that we you know we'd never know when they were coming back. You know, we'd always have that big alien boogeyman, and so we'd have to stay. Allegory for terrorism. See, that is potentially there. A lot of science fiction that was written about that time, you could make that because a lot of it was, uh, for instance, um, what is it? Um, God, Starship Troopers was uh, that was an allegory for something for along those lines. It okay. was. Uh, Predator was about the Vietnam War, or no, Alien. I'm sorry, not Predator. Duh. Predator was uh, an allegory for the Vietnam War. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it's very well done. At least that's a film theory. I don't know. That's not set in stone. Uh, I, I should. I'm claiming that it's a film theory, not set in stone, because I can't remember where I where I <laughs> obtained that information. It's just in my head. Um. So. But the and then the other. The other side of Project Blue Beam is the idea that what will happen is they will use this LED screen to simultaneously across the world show people the image of God, and that because of the because of either harp or people's their ability to control frequency, we will in our own head we will hear God's voice, and that what will happen is God will reveal Himself to actually have been all of the gods put together. That he that it was all just some sort of big test, and we all will praise this one God, and then through that, then there will come the one world government under one religion, and so that's the other version of the Project Blue Beam theory that thinks that aliens are made up, and UFO sightings are made up to get us scared that of some bigger boogeyman that's even scarier than terrorists because they can do things that we can't, and that's why they want us all to have screens on our hands. So is that it? <laughs> and that's why they're going to chip you. No, <laughs> that's that's I heard a whole like something about them wanting to have screens in our hands, and that being like we're not actually trying to get gold; we're trying to put screens in everybody's hands, so or something. Screen? Do, what? What can like we mean by screen? A, a video screen, like a cell phone or a, a laptop or a TV or oh. something to put the image on. Really? In front of everybody. I don't. I don't really get into this shit a whole lot, but I saw that somewhere out there that that was like. Because gold doesn't really make sense for them to want us to harvest it because it would have just been a lot easier, like I said, to just give us caterpillars from the get-go. If they could see the planet, why wouldn't they just put some, like, real equipment down here to get the ball rolling? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, but I guess, and that's where you kind of drop the ball with screens, too. Unless they were waiting on us to get to something else, but it can't be acquiring gold. Because that's my biggest thing, is what is their end game? with humanity if there is like somebody out there toying with us that isn't a god but like a, just another being like us like what is their end result because if they were smart enough to get here and plant us or fuck around with us like they probably were smart enough to just get the shit themselves or point us in a more direct path so i i've heard i've heard uh one that almost it, it kind of in a way makes the most sense to me that you know maybe whatever our our god is or our gods are or essentially like humanity is just a, a big social experiment that they just kind of let us you know they let us 
they'll let us kill ourselves but, and then just sort of reset, hit the reset button and see what we do next time and, and like leave little different pieces More behind each time. Yeah, yeah, it's just The Sims, yeah. Uh, Philip K. Dick was right and the Wachowskis were right. You know, it's, it's all just coded somewhere. Dude, it might be. It's, it's, the, it's the Matrix, man. Life is a series of decisions and that's all code is. If and. <laughs> yep, it's reaction. Jesus. Uh, so we're all the Matrix. The, yeah, we're all in the Matrix, and there's. Uh, what was that religion you were telling me about the other night? Because that kind of goes along with that relig or the thing you're just telling me. Some people believe. Like, which religion? Uh, fuck, I don't know, but I liked it a lot. Um. Like, oh, Gnosticism. I think that might be it. Gnosticism. Probably. The the belief essentially uh, the old Gnostic belief. That was really killed off. There, there might be there might be some practicing secretly. It's not very. If you, if someone's a gnostic, they probably aren't going to tell someone about it. Uh, it wouldn't really be well received. You're not saying I, agnostic, right? No, no, agnostic is the best way so I would no, put it. Sort of like a spin-off. So agnostic it means what that you believe that there's a there's a god. You just don't believe in human religion, right? You're Essentially, like, yeah. There's a god out there. Yeah. I don't really know. There's yeah. A lot of them will say like the more science one be like, well, I don't, I don't really know. He could exist, so like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not atheist. They're, they're yeah. basically just trying to find a way to just get out of being deemed an atheist. Is the yeah. way is sort of because where it's like, well, I just can't, I can't be sold either way. Whereas an atheist is like, no, no, absolutely not. So I think agnostic is like agnostic to me is like undecided. Your your freshman and sophomore year in spirituality, uh, at some point you probably end up. I, eventually, I don't know. We'll see. If people end up uh, choosing sides, or if there are any like life agnostics, but Gnosticism, to give it the broad strokes and to butcher it completely, because it would take a long time to really describe it. But it essentially believes that there is an ultimate being, but that the God that we worship is actually an imperfect God that did create us in His image, which is why we are, have greed and why we have self-confidence issues and why we, you know, have. So God's really also has like is my dick small? Yeah, so like this God, yeah, Gnostics believe that that God has penis envy with this other God that is the ultimate being that created himself out of thought <laughs> and then created a mate out of thought. And again, I, this is paraphrasing, and this is off light research, and and, and so the child that was made is was imperfect and and lives off, and and we then are raising or we are praising and and rejoicing some sort of false god for lack of a better term that's that is and at one point that was a branch of christianity essentially um and so and it's also it's also you know i know we've sort of deviated from from where we started here but i think it's it's worth it's worth pointing out that gnosticism and luciferianism actually aren't that different because uh, well, at the very least, they have the connecting idea that our God is a tyrant, um, because a real Luciferian is not. So, Luciferian and Satanist are very different. Uh, Satanist is more almost sort of like an anarchist, like a uh, a uh, Aleister Crowley, do as thou wilt sort of. Um, Luciferians believe in uh, Saturn, which uh, the, the light Prometheus, the light bringer. That's why, like. Uh, the conspiracy theorists will go nuts over the fact that Prometheus, it, the statue of Prometheus is right out front of the Rockefeller Center. Like what that, that's the light bringer. That's the, the, 
the the luminous one, the one who brought knowledge to mankind. So that that's where you get sort of these beliefs that you know the, that David Rockefeller is out to uh, that he's a Luciferian. He's, you know, he's a Satanist. People, you know, it's it's very it's very interesting. They they're not one in the same. They they are different. They are different beliefs. And Saturn worship is a is a completely other different thing because. There was a point in time in our history where Saturn rose before the sun, and it was looked at as the light bringer. Um, and how long ago was that? I, I, I put me on the spot That's, there on that Saturn one. Saturn rose before the sun at one point in time. In the way it was in our sky, it, it was it looked like, um, yeah. So the Saturn was up in the sky. I, I believe it was first. Yeah, it was thought of as the light bringer. So yeah, it's. So one of the conspiracy theories towards the end of the world and towards one world government is that there's a secret cabal of like Luciferians that secretly don't worship the same God that we do. Um, and that we're all sort of worshiping, but it would be that we inadvertently are worshiping the antichrist sort of, so to speak. It's like what be just the biggest cosmic joke of all time. Cause there's all those warnings in the Bible about, you know, and, and it, if you look at it logically, if you want to look at the Bible, or, or at least with my logic, I, I shouldn't say look at it logically. That might be a bit rude, but the, my logic tells me to think of it like if if the devil were this master deceiver, would it not be possible that the whole world could have been duped into worshiping the wrong guy? Yeah, especially and, since it's spread through like war. Yeah, and especially when you consider the things that christianity has done i think it's a very uh what we're gonna get we're gonna get comments now i'm gonna get i'm gonna get my inbox blown up about yeah. oh my god i can't when, when did you become a luciferian that's not at all what i'm saying what i'm saying is that this is what they're using for their argument and this is how they convince people uh, this is this is what they use to sort of back up their their argument and so yeah there are people that think that the end of the world will come by their hands. That, and what what do you know about the Georgia the Georgia stones, the guidelines? You heard about this at all? No. Do you look look that up. So I will I will explain it as I'll, I'll give an overview while you look it up. Uh, the Georgia Guidestones, I believe, is what they're called. They were put there. They were paid for by a man with a false name. They're these just ridiculous uh, granite stones that cost an an absurd amount of money to be put there. And what they're doing and what they it tells the world it's in a bunch of different languages and it tells the world how to sustain humanity and it actually tell, gives a number for what the allotted population of the world should be and there's an interesting uh i believe it falls on the 33rd degree i can't remember the latitude and longitude have some weird symbolic reference uh, that that people use to go around this conspiracy theory but it is odd i mean these were found like modern history. Like these were no, these weren't found. Like, look it up. Uh, yeah, look, look it up. Uh, to back back me up on this a little bit. It's uh, these were bought and paid for with like what maybe just them? outside the Georgia Guidestones. Um, maybe even in our lifetime to be made. Yeah, bought and paid for and and put up in some random place. Really, kind of in the middle of nowhere, and nobody knows who paid for him. No, he just gave a false name. Uh, so essentially, no. oh, they found out who it was. No, no, oh, yeah. So, so, so yeah, it's it's a, it is a mystery still. Because so. I have this is one thing I may have heard once, but I don't even have any recollection. Because obviously, I thought 
It's yeah, it's um a very odd thing that of course just is swirl swirls around conspiracy theory and then there um all the other theories spring up around uh so uh, while we're looking at the guidestones, I, 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 I was going to go in a different direction. I'll hold off for a minute. But the guidestones, are, as you're seeing over there, yeah, it, it suggests a, uh, a population limit. And it's drastically different. If you can find it on the page, I'd love to know what it is for the, uh, the audios listeners, the audio listeners out there. I, I can't remember. It says a, a specific number of how many people that should oh, be on yeah, Earth. Yeah, I haven't made it that far. Um, um, but so anyway, and it's written in a bunch of different languages, okay. and it's out in the middle. What Did you find it? Um, num the, the first inscription is main hu maintain humanity under 500... 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So a, a fraction of what's here now, because are we at 8 billion now? We're if we're not, we're, we're essentially at America plus Canada yeah. and Mexico, I think. Okay. And go on. Yeah. So the, it's got that drove, on there. Your, uh, whatever Canada has to offer. And so the the theory go that goes with that, with one of the theories that goes with that, with that warning is also sort of, you have to kind of take a couple of different conspiracies that are out there and tie this one together to get the whole big picture. But it's essentially that something is being prepared for uh, with the FEMA emergency government being in place. That um, Are you aware of the formation of that? How, how that it, it's put there. There is We do have an emergency government that would suspend our democracy if should yeah, a big enough event be caused. Isn't that built into the Constitution? I'm not. I don't know about that. I know, but I know executive orders have been signed um, to make sure that we have something in place should a big enough natural disaster occur. And there have been, you know, so there's the theories about all the FEMA camps that pop up, which, you know, when you see video of the video of those, it's essentially just a bunch of double wides in a barbed wire fence. Um, there are the theories about the the string of WalMarts in Texas and Florida that have under that have been bought out under weird construction. So people take that and they combine it with the other conspiracy of dumps, the uh, underground military bases, and the conspiracy videos of people watching big semi trucks go into these underground tunnels and then not be let in by military guard. And so there's a, there's a theory that there's a bunch of underground tunnels in America connected to different military bases that for if we were the theory essentially basically is that we can push the world to the brink of nuclear annihilation and then everybody that's important can just go underground and this then coincides with the theory behind the Denver International Airport as underground tunnels and is alleged to have all these underground layers and so this theory then says that the world will be pushed to the brink it'll destroy itself and then our secret government will go live out west um, in the mountains in Denver and operate through our underground. So that's that's one of the more far far-fetched ones, far-reaching at least. It takes a lot of little details to put that one together. But that's another perceived end to the world. I mean, it would at least be a catastrophic. Would be a big time. I mean, that feels like something out of Fallout lore to me. It's like a video game I'd play. But that is a, a conspiracy theory. Hard to buy. Have you seen all this money they're missing in the military? 
it's like three trillion or some bullshit tunnels between some military bases with amenities well you know uh, <laughs> to throw in another uh tinfoil hat into the ring here uh the 9-11 truthers that will reasons for when they're asked for why would there possibly be a cover-up what would there be uh any reason for this they talk about the missing money from about uh how on I believe it was September 10th, three trillion was missing, and of course you know naturally everyone forgot. You talk about that's, a talk about a dump on Newsday. Um, that's when you what they're saying they're saying the last time this much money was missing, 9/11 happened like three days later or whatever. Jesus, yeah. yeah, they're not even like they're not even high. Yeah, even this is this isn't a conspiracy. Good. Yeah. Okay, so I won't. I don't need to. Uh, screen on my phone calls after that one so yeah no you're not, <laughs> uh, I'm not shaking any I'm one. shaking any trees on that one good so yeah i mean what is there are there any off the wall ones that you've heard uh, for uh, just end of the world conspiracies i mean conspiracies in general uh, you know i tend to seek out what like adds up to me i don't really like venture out into the conspiracy verse too much so like Honestly, I think nuclear war is going to be what it is. So there is one that uh, there's another one that the uh, that the Pope is the Antichrist, okay. and that the Pope, yeah, that eventually that the Pope would end up ruling. A lot of these of all end up in the same conclusion that there's going to be a one world. They all a lot of them go back to the Book of Revelation, which is uh, something that even for a non-Christian is something that I think would be pretty a pr pretty interesting read because it. it if you're interested at least in conspiracy theories, you're going to get a lot of your basis from that. That's what a lot of people base their end of the world scenario on because they believe in it. That that's that's what they think is happened. So you see, uh, the like for instance, the mark of the beast. There are people that are going nuts over RFID chips, thinking it's the mark of the beast that it's going to be put in your right hand. Um, what again, in the name of uh, allegory. Uh, it's worth pointing out that uh, it's been pointed out before that when you break down the human body molecularly, it's six protons, six neutrons, and six electrons. So essentially, also that it could the Bible could just be saying that we are all the Antichrist. Essentially, is that's another way to look at it. We're um, all made of the devil. Yeah, we are. And and so and that's the antimatter version of us, an angel. I guess I don't see. I mean, I I don't know. I I, I haven't. I don't dive too hard into the mark of the beast because, again, I, where the Bible has been prophetic, I do also realize that it's it is being allegorical at times, and that so I don't take the whole mark literally. Um, but again, but there are people out there that do. So if you watch one of these, um, if you look at watch a video on conspiracy theory about marketing when they show like different logos and stuff like that, like about. Uh, uh, the different times you can see the number six 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 in marketing, and so that's what people base this off of. That they think it's a there's a physical thing there, that and they they think that they see people practicing it, and it makes them believe that okay, well this, and then here's the Bible that says this number is going to be here, and here are all these companies that I see. This guy on YouTube made this video showing me how this can be a six six six, and showing me the three sixes in the Walt Disney logo, and you know. Just stuff like that, and then you know you've got them with the the hand hand signals is a big one. So when people are trying to talk about 
Indians or secret societies, they go to the hand signals. And I, I wish we had the video to go along with it. But the big one that you see is, you know, for the audio, I'll give it to you guys this way. When someone shoots a three-pointer and the referee holds up the three-point sign, it's also the A-OK. Uh, you know, if you stick a, your index finger towards it, it's like, you know, it's the it's the bunghole. How you make a um, Well, that's... It, the conspiracy theorists about the Antichrist and that there are people, you know, that say the Illuminati, they worship Satan and all that stuff. So if you look at that circle, pinky, you have the three fingers outside. And so they say it forms three sixes. By doing this is doing, you know, a call. Uh, there are a bunch of Luciferian symbols. So the rock and roll sign, you know, or the wolf pack supposed to be the horns of Satan, the hang loose. Um, Right here is supposed to be in reference to Baphomet, you know, the uh, the the goat-headed god, the as above, so below guy. So they have something for essentially every hand signal that a human makes. And now, and again, and th this is uh, people who meditate. They they use the supposed Antichrist six 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 symbol. It's called a gyan. And G it's G Y A N. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's 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 four different ones. They you can practice when you meditate. Um, you, you know, touching different fingers together is supposed to do different things for you. So uh, I believe that the one that people claim is the 666, I believe it's supposed to bring focus. So you will, because you will notice a lot of people when they're speaking, Donald Trump especially when he's speaking publicly, throws up. Or, you know, when he's making his point, he goes like this. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, I've noticed that I personally, I use the hang loose sign to point stuff out. I point with my pinky instead of my index finger. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, autism, I, do, yeah, I don't actively worship Satan. So uh, what I'm saying Maybe here... You do, though. You what might I, not even know I might, so You just I, told me it's in your atoms. What I believe is that I, I stole at around seven or eight and that I just don't remember it. That's good. And so, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm probably actively just possessed by a demon. See, there was right like now. an entire year of my life when I was young. I was like, there it was. My family didn't do anything. It was, about it. it was that rock and roll music, man. I was before that. <laughs> All I never heard was him. I just I always. Like, I think they have a misunderstanding. <laughs> you guys got it all wrong. Um, yeah, our personal possessions aside, um, no, <laughs> it, uh, it explains it all. We're just deep, deep undercover. We're just Manchurian candidates. That's what comes down to it. At some point, someone's going to walk up behind me and say five numbers in sequence, and I'm just going to snap into well, Now, if you do it, they're going to say it was definitely planned out. Not I have left any evidence. So if anyone ever wants to make me out to be a uh, lone wolf psycho, they oh, they're just going to end up playing this podcast yeah, later be like, and be like, you were say this that. This kid, this kid's possessed. Uh, <laughs> there's proof of it right here. Twenty second clip, yeah. and leave the sarcasm out of context. So, <laughs> that that's the other. I, I think we've. I, I'm trying to think of other potential. You know, there's okay. Do you, do you see something hurtling in from space? That's the only thing other than nuclear war. I think like. Our lifetime could see because it's so unpredictable. You don't think we'll do it? Like, you don't. Th so, do you believe uh, outside of. Okay, yeah, so you, as long as you believe that uh, asteroids are out there hurling out, it's pretty, you know, believable. It's really just an anomaly, an a statistical anomaly as to whether or not we would ever get hit by one. It's kind of impossible to rule out a big enough asteroid coming. So, I agree with you. It's sort of. It's going to always be hanging over our head. 
we may not seem it as incredibly likely, but the fact is, is that's the one that if it happens, we are the most screwed. And we I think measure speed on our terms. Yeah. Like, imagine if it's going so fast, like we think we could find it before it got here, but what if it's going so fast? We don't like we don't. We haven't seen anything. That well, th take a, take this uh, planet X Nibiru in, as your example okay. for that. I mean, th this planet has been argued about back and forth. It's supposedly some giant, and we can't figure out what it is. No one will agree on what it is and if it's coming our way or not. So uh, that kind of to your point a little bit. Something could be hurtling at us, and we might not know what it is. We might think it's just a defect in the radar. It's not like there's someone else to counterbalance this whole idea of space radar and satellites. You know what I mean? There's no way to know that we have this thing down and we have it right. I mean, we're just we're we're trusting the smartest among us, but it's still it's just You're the smartest we just humans got this we smart, have. Like 200 years we got here. Yeah. Essentially. Yep. But it's impossible that in the entire history of mankind we've ever been this smart. Yeah. Exactly. There's it no... took us like a hundred years, really. Like, your grandma didn't grow up with TV in her house. Now we, like, we can video talk to people live. Yeah. Like, your grandma, your great-grandma probably didn't have a picture taken of her. Maybe three. And then suddenly we just figured it out and could project it instantly. Yeah. And that fact, okay. Yeah, only once. Yep. We are, this is... that. All we had to figure out was electricity. That's a, and they were like, oh, okay. My favorite book growing up, uh, in school was a canticle for Leibowitz. I don't know if you heard of or read this book, but it was essentially uh, short. It's basically you find out that the setting is just the earth in, in the future, uh, sort of kind of showing humanity resetting itself again, or for a more, uh, more modern Example, just look at Fallout I and mean, the idea of uh, that vi that whole video game is sort of that idea of the world getting the reset button hit on it and what's left of mankind picks up the pieces and kind of with whatever resources it has less, that's what it left, that's what it learns and that's what it teaches. Uh, there's a great, one of the great things that social dialogues in that game, they have one clan that is called Caesar's Legion and it's because some guy happened to be holed up in a library somewhere that had books about the Roman Empire. So he built his little, so this is in, this takes place in like the year, years in our future. And it's got, you know, in a world where they don't really remember hardly anything, or maybe it's, I think it's a couple hundred years in the future, whatever, but it's back, you know, there's this clan living by ancient Roman time. So who's to say that in some form, like a great flood didn't do something like that, where it's just based on whatever, Whatever artifacts were left that we had to work with, that's what we built our society around. But it's not to say other things didn't get lost, completely lost in the shuffle and that we weren't point. Uh, the, the, again, the, the allegorical Bible points out I, certain yeah, things like of, this. And that's why I kind of buy into a, a Adam and Eve at some point, just because if there was a flood everywhere, that would fuck everything up real quick if it happened. Now... But if we were just a little less smart, I don't know. I, could I mean, so we might be smart enough. Forever. We might be smart enough, but it would still be a very minor portion of the population that would survive a worldwide flood. Yeah. People, do you know right now that have a boat? Exactly. I There's, mean. We still can't make an actual. It's boat. still going to be, 
just the military personnel and their families first. It would literally take like two generations fucking on a boat before you could just convince the people of some shit and then send them back out on the fucking prairie. It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't take long at all. Um, it. <laughs> that's hilarious. And that's what I think is so just crazy like about our mindset. Sword. Generations worth. Say that again. There's a couple fucking people now in fucking the hills and the backwoods that have enough food stored up for that long. Yeah. Like, I could buy it. <laughs> it's like that, um, another pop culture reference, there's that Archer episode where he lands on some island, uh, isolated island off of Japan with a stranded Japan soldier, yeah, who thinks the war's still going on. It's been like 20 years or something. That's so just think about... off of, I think, a, uh, I want to say Twilight Zone, but I'm wrong. But it's a play off of an actual, like... Might have been something, twi- it sounds pretty Twilight zone um, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look that oh, that up. But just, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's very possible to me that you, I don't think people realize, especially when you think of how many different versions of religion there used to be. The reason, essentially, that Christianity is one of the most popular religions in the world is that the Christians are more brutal than the rest at a certain point in time. That's really what it comes <laughs> down to. Like they force people to. Sw- they forced people to switch. They went on their crusades. That's the way they spread their word. Uh, and at the, there was a point in time where Christians also were persecuted and had to, you know, I don't want to just point a finger just at them. It, it happens in other directions, too. They've all essentially, uh, for, for, for God seeming to share one thing, uh, all of our different gods seem to say, share the one thing of don't kill anybody. There's plenty of people willing to kill in his name. Remember the, uh, the yeah, but clause in there. But anyway. Well, most of the Old Testament. Most of the Old Testament is your yeah, buts. Um, it talks specifically about killing gay people and prostitutes and several other things. Um, and then on how to go to war and how to treat your slate. And this, the New Testament was a little bit cooler. And this is why I only use it as a reference tool. This is why I don't read it cover to cover because I, you, you love like fiction, fantasy, read like Jewish I, books. <laughs> Like golems, everything. I want to find everything. the. I want to need to get my hands on the Book of Enoch. Read, read that the some of the the hidden the hidden scrolls, all that good stuff. But so, do you have any any other off the wall or potential theories? I know I know this is this is really my my thing to bring in. I just didn't know if you had heard anything. You have anything? No, literally, like, the only things I've ever, like, even thought about passively, which I was just like, yeah, that sounds pretty likely, like, there's a bunch of shit happening out there, something could come out of nowhere, um, but is nuclear, like, I think, honestly, I think something was set a nuke off, if the world ends in any, I think it's gonna be a bunch of nukes going off, really. So, before... I do. I want to get out my potential. Uh, here's a conspiracy theory that I've concocted. Here's the way that uh, my novel. This is how the world's going to end in my book. Uh, it's going to be essentially an American civil war gets started one way or another, while America is is stuck in that civil war. That will prompt World War Three, because. American enemies will see America weak, seize the opportunity to 
take over some of our bases. You know, we'll be spread too thin. That's what's gonna, that's what happens when you have hundreds of bases across the world. Of it, you know, if you start fighting at home, then you're gonna get spread thin. So I could see that sort of. Uh, and then at the end of World War Three, you know, I, I do think there will probably be something left. But yeah, I, I see it sort of playing out some way. Or the other the other possibility is essentially uh, the, a, a resource war. At any point, some point in time, uh, if 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 the uh, whether it be global warming or a flood or something that if at any point the resources were to get brought down then that would be those are what i see as my two big um eggs for that third world war because I, I do i do agree with you i think Dude, that's going to be how it ends you want to see shit go crazy wait till inflation skyrockets in majors where we live major cities dry overnight the rural communities will be they'll sustain but there's gonna be a fucking it's like brazil here so do you think <laughs> is it is it gonna be is it going to be when the education bubble pops? Is that is that enough? You think to spark a revolution around here? Because it's still at least to on me. On a nuclear scale? No. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it doesn't need to be on a nuclear scale. Oh, okay. I mean, is it? Will that cause? Will that create enough civil unrest for fights that break out? Because you, you I, what no, I see is no. it's not going to take much. Uh, Here's why: it's it's educated white kids that aren't like the the. There's not a lot of like uh, revolutionary socialists. Yeah. So I don't really think, like, if it crashes, like, the markets, though, I guess, I, I just assume they won't get their way. Just some markets. So I guess... Yeah, I uh, could see that, like, lead to some shit. Right, yeah, that's I guess but that's I essentially think, what I'm getting at. I don't at think if... that's going to be a hard enough knock that the food prices are going to raise all that much. Be completely honest with you, because food's so heavily federally subsidized anyway. So, do you think it's possible that the result of this election could could get us to World War Three? And that you don't know, war. Yeah, yeah, I do. I really, I could see, and I, I think either one of them, but mainly Trump. I really think Trump could end up in a dick swinging contest if he's as crazy as he puts himself off to be, and is off the like loose wire. Like the people that look like you're going to be on his cabinet, there's Chris Christie. That motherfucker's going to be like, yeah, use the new... The I can't wait for Chris like Christie to retire and start acting in mob movies. Uh, that's, what, <laughs> like, that's what I... like. I want him to do that, and then I'll, I'll be really happy. He's perfect fit. He just looks like a union guy. He looks like he just spends half his day his on the cabinet. Dog. It looks like the mob, which is what government is at the end of the day, speaking of conspiracy. You like that? Yeah, is that... Uh, do you believe that, or do you, is that something you like, or is it just sort of like a, a, I think a, a it's joke? A I think it's like a power structure. Like I think it's been hijacked. I think what like was set up originally had good intentions. I think it's been hijacked. I think they tried to make it really hard to hijack it. War, and then after you have the New Deal. Like you've just seen federal powers increase dramatically, and that's that's kind of the helped create the boogeyman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely anytime you have people getting together and discussing something or like trying to change something, that's a conspiracy. And what do you have right now other than a lot of special interest groups? I just don't think it's lizard men. 
or uh, it's definitely like certain families seem to be involved there. But then, the, okay, and another one, if if we dig back into the families, what about the um, uh, it's not angels and demons. What was the other book? Da uh, the Da Vinci Code sort of theory that it's basically uh, the yeah, it's, it's kind of the Illuminati. Yeah, just that the um, the blood of Christ is actually the Holy Grail, and that the royal family, you know, that there are royal bloodlines that rule the world that are actually sort of in one. Maybe that's what they're connected, or you know, the idea that. Uh, descendants or that basically that the world is still run by royal blood that most of our presidents outside of Martin Van Buren have all her cousins power breeds into power is kind of how I like sell myself on it but mm -hmm. it's not that far-fetched to me I pacify it as in those are the people that run those circles and like you have people break in from out of nowhere especially in US politics um, so I just like Baraka Flocka? <laughs> exactly. Like Willie Clinton. <laughs> see. Well, yeah, the Clinton Foundation doesn't have some long ties, though. Like some... I don't know. I don't Maybe, know I mean, but he, he skyrocketed. I mean, he was... Dude, he was the governor of Arkansas. Most of America can't... You show them a map, they're not going to be able to point out Arkansas okay. unless so the yeah, names are on the map. Not really, so he's not... Tied to like any Kennedy associations or Rockefellers or anything like that, or uh, well, I mean, I don't know about when he was for when he was coming yeah, I up. Do an episode on Clinton. I would do. Yeah, I do. I, I would love to do an episode on the Clintons, but I still am kind of. I still kind of like being here. And uh, what if she is one of our listeners? I don't want to go and uh, lift some weights and end up having a heart attack when a when face, a barbell so. flat. Yeah. Well, I don't well, want to. No, it was her. If it, the story is you were lifting weights at a gym, right now you was working this shit. Yeah, at, at at this point, for any reason, we'll know. Yeah, essentially, car That'll accident. Be. You gotta still be worried about yep. the way to work them back. Have you thought about taking the bus so everybody has to die? That's it. Public places. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I take I, I I do take some solace in the fact that I live in a big building, or I work in a big building. Yeah. I do also live in a big building. That's that's also true. Totally true. It's all relative. Okay, fair enough. It's based on the lens you view it through, <laughs> which is what essentially you could say about this whole conversation. Is it's really it's just kind of based on what you already believe, what you think you're going to see happen. I think that. What I don't know and what I don't think we'll ever be able to know is like what the what the percentage is, what the actual feel is around the world. Because I do feel while I personally feel like the world is in turmoil and that it's at a terrible place and maybe one of the worst spots it's been, how many times in history have other people felt that and thought that this was gonna be the end of the since I, the world has begun, the its its end has been predicted. And I, so far it's not over yet. I will stand on the edge of that cliff and say that the world has never been this economically. That as soon as people realize like our dollars based on nothing and most dollars are based on nothing and fall apart, I think you're gonna see shit going real just because there's never been a financial crash of that level. Seen financial powerhouses fall, but not an A-rated credit 
agency that also loans to the entire world off of borrowed money. The economy collapses and then a couple others follow suit. Like, so do you think we'll see it? Do you think we'll see it in our lifetime? I think it's... I think... It, I don't know what they could do at this point to fix it other than pay back China and just like... I'm a bad person for wanting to... So my, my thought on it has always been... Well, I'd rather live to see how the world ends than die not knowing. Like, is that because essentially what? Yeah, that's, what, what, up. Yeah, that's pretty fucked that's up, right? It's like well, it's one of those things where it's like I wish I could have the guarantee where it's like you know if I could if I could make the sacrifice and say that well if I die which I'm going to die anyway. So that's also very unfair. But it's like I I want I, I want to just like not know or I, you know what I, I don't want to not know. I want to know that it's never going to end or I'd like to be around to see it. But I, I'm not going to live long. But on the other hand, you want the world to go on forever. So, you know, I'm screwed. I'm not going to... I'm probably yeah, not going to get it. We are all going to die anyway. We all are going to so die. So it's, day, it's not really that big of a dick move. But. We get to go to their god <coughs> and and have all their free stuff. We party every day. True that. We all just die. I also don't really worry about being wrong here as, as far as, like, if, you know, if... Well, I don't unbelief but if if christianity is right and i am going to hell i kind of just look at it as this way like if you're gonna go if in turn by two or three years i'll be in upper management so it won't like it won't be that bad you know i'll have Dude, a spot do you want to hear the worst way hell has ever proposed to me so we were at church camp and we were just like in the cabin talking about like what hell was like and i think all of us were kind of questioning our faith at that point like and this kid was like the most like I think least religious out of all of us. And he was like, I just always pictured it as like a room alone for eternity. And like, because they talk about like being separated from God. He's like, what if, what if that's what it really is? Like you're just in a room alone for eternity. That would fucking awful would that be? I don't. That would be worse than the sandpaper room. Do I like? Do I have something to write on? No. Like, <laughs> is that just me? Just you in your head. How long before you're clawing out your own eyeballs? I, I think my first my first move it. would be probably just like rip off a fingernail and start drawing on the walls or something. Exactly. Start ripping out that's, eyeballs. That's not a very short train. To yeah. Just crazy. So what? Yeah, how about this crazy. concept? I, I've heard the concept that uh, what it is, what it you know, what if you just hell is you just relive like your worst day on earth over and over again every day. You just wait. It's like Groundhog's Day. If it was. I don't know. I saw white chicks that day. So, <laughs> not only did my sister die, but I'd have to sit through that goddamn movie and I just can't do it. Oh, Jesus. It was a fucking horrible day. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, is that even that bad compared to, like, Hell and Brimstone? I would take that over Fire and Brimstone forever. Day of that, it, I, could, I was a kid, so I could live through it again. So, see, what I think, because if... If I put myself in a mindset where I believe in this wholeheartedly and I say, okay, there's there's a, absolutely a heaven and a hell. So what I would think, I, I think that hell could potentially be, it's probably going to be different for every for each person. It's going to be a punishment based on like what you would, what you would desire least from your eternity. And so what I, what I imagine my hell would be is that I would be put back on earth basically as, I think that's probably what ghosts are, is like that. 
like I'm going to get stuck walking the earth, like watching my friends and family go through pain and stuff and not be able to help them. And, uh, you know, not be able, I I could see that as being like, those are the only non-conceited people who die. Non-conceited. I don't know about non-conceited, but I just like, I could see that as being a potential explanation uh, for why someone is trapped on earth, that it's one way or another, it's, it's their punishment that, they have to then be stuck and, and watch the world go by. But either way, if that's how the, you know, then well, the world ends. Our, all see. of our worlds are going to end finding that one out. Yeah, the story ends the same way. <laughs> we're, all, we're all going out some way. What if it's the Sims and it just starts over again? That's the one I want to believe. That's the one I want to believe, that God is a dude in a lab coat that's just like, Oh, what about that? Like, what if reincarnation is true? What if when you die, you you like you sit in a room and you're just like kind of like given your score, puts you in a new being and you have to try again. Like as punishment, if you're a terrible human being, they put you back as like a cockroach for your next life, and then you have to wait and live out that life Dude, and I work through just, the cycle. Like, what if that's how, what if souls are just like constantly in rotation? If I was a and cockroach, that explains, I would just go to where somebody would stomp on me. But you would know. You see what uh, I'm saying? Is like, what if there's a time period? Like, so that's a that's a short story I want to write. Where it's like, when you die, or you know, you you maintain that consciousness as you go up, and you are, you are sort of judged. You're not maybe you're debriefed. Let's put it that way. And then you're sort of whitewashed, and your essence is put back into it. And then you you know you have another life that you live from scratch. You have no idea, and then. Earn just your way back. But you won't know. That's what I'm saying. Is oh, you won't know. What I'm about. saying is like each time, like it would just think of it as like the the pin in, in Men in Black. Like after after you die and you're told like what you did wrong, you're you're wiped or whatever. You're put back into infancy, and when you're born, you don't you don't you have no idea. And that's you know. So people that end up believing in reincarnation, that's kind of I. So it's sort of along yeah, the lines of what they're thought you were saying in your book. You find out that's what it is. Oh no! Well, I was gonna. Well, it, as far as the short would go, it would just end with the person being sent back down into a new life. Like it would just be about that one short time period between, oh, okay. just sort of that reveal of idea for the afterlife from your normal perception of the afterlife. Like, what if none of us know? We're all just. <laughs> here so well if the if the world hasn't ended by Sunday we will be back for a bread and circuses episode we've got into the group is getting pretty exciting uh, on our Twitter our, our friend Bruce is actually guest streaming on a twitch channel right now so we will have, uh, I'm going to get the link here to those listening. I'll, I'll read it off here. But we're going to have uh, a Bread and Circus episode on Sunday. We're going to have on Sunday. We have some really cool stuff coming up this fall. We're pretty excited about the uh, one along. And uh, a, a secret project I'm not willing to share yet because it's too far away. Uh, it's just still in, you know what it is. Um, but I don't, I don't want to, because... I'm worried that one of our four listeners will uh, get the idea and take it from me while I'm in pre-production. So you can follow 
Big Bruce Man on oh, Twitch.tv slash LVDY. He's guest hosting right now live on Twitch. You can follow Rico on Twitch, Box of Boxes. Our boy, and uh, our, just actually, yeah, so we have uh, also New Brockney on Twitch, and twitch.com slash Bad Dinner Guests is where we have all that content coming out. We got the podcast coming. Um, it's been great talking with you guys. Hopefully we have some more conversations like this coming up. For sure. I'm uh, RJ, obviously Six Figure Radio. I say obviously. Yep. It's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> um, dude. He's known. Let him know. know. I'm uh, going to try to get to that Joe Stein thing tomorrow one way or another, just because we said we would. Um, tomorrow being Saturday. Um, and then, yeah, definitely can't wait for Bread and Circuses on Sunday, which is probably going to be a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe that, Stein. Yeah, Joe Stein. <laughs> it'll be a highlight show. We don't want to sit through that. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you later.